Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? One, two, three. Happy, Happy Halloween! Halloween! Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Hey. Um, I'm it's Bobby. the episode this you've is... all been waiting for. It's the episode. The episode that Titus has been waiting for. It's true. <laughs> uh, we decided to do a second supernatural episode because, because there's so much. It's fun. It's fun, yeah. And uh, you know, we we like to do light. We like to do light ones sometimes. <laughs> I feel like all season has been like what an episode that we planned, and then we're like, wait, we've got some shit to un- unload, <laughs> and then we're like, let's do a fun one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just as a reminder, guys, Tommy Simbazo will be here this upcoming Thursday. Yes, please go to the show. Got, yeah, go, let's go support him. He's a funny guy, and he's one of my good friends, and he's a damn fine uh, entertainer. Um, if you need proof, listen to his episode. Uh, I've had so many people be like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. I'm laughing so much. Yes. So. <laughs> I peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> his tickets are at 24 ticks, and they're $10.00. Yes, Pre, but the 15 at the door. So it's not, just do it. Yeah, just Have do it. Have a fun it. time. And Metro is requiring either um, a COVID test in the past like 48 hours or your vaccination card. So just Good remember that. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually happy that the uh, venues are being like, this is stupid. We need to start. We need to like open up again. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this is the only way to do it. So. Hey, we're broke. Um, <laughs> hey, yo, we're broke. We can't. Uh, <laughs> So we thought we just had to give Annie Banks more due diligence. Yeah. Uh, people people who are from where we're from were loving to hear about it. And then people were like, we need to hear more about it. Who aren't <laughs> from there. So, Yeah. People, people have been saying like, hey, I know that you're from Richfield, but can you do more outside of Richfield things? And I'm like, <laughs> why? <laughs> what you mean? Why? No, but, Richfield's so fun. <laughs> no, Annie Banks is definitely like, uh, like it goes as, as for far down as, I think Paiute does it too, Paiute County. Really? Yeah, I was, I was reading that. Um, So, okay. It's Here a huge thing. Is, okay, cool. I feel like they start getting you amped for Annie Banks like second grade. Like, you know about it all through elementary school. Yeah. But second, like the end of second grade is when they start teaching you the song and like kind of getting you amped, you know, like. So we've talked about how this is definitely trauma bonding. <laughs> but for, I was... for background, I didn't move into, I moved into Monroe end of second grade. And so I hopped in and people were like, there's a girl. Her name's Annie Bangs. And I'm like, okay. She's raised by wolves. <laughs> now like, listen to this fun. song. <laughs> which is, <laughs> it was just a, a recycled 50s song. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Like, Annie Bangs, you got, you got the, the cutest, cutest little, little pretty. Annie Bangs. <laughs> um, okay, so the story is I, there's like, several variations of the story, but ultimately, this baby was coming. I read that she was coming across the planes and fell out of a wagon. Is that how you heard it? I don't remember the original origin story. <laughs> 
I think it changes. I don't know. Yeah, I or heard, like maybe her family just died in a cabin or something. I heard I she was a pioneer and her family got murdered. <laughs> and then she was a baby. Yeah, like they're like, hi, seven-year-olds. Let's talk about murder. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so she, these wolves like took her in. She like didn't have, she didn't have any social skills or anything like that. And, um, but here's what Gooseberry is. So Gooseberry <laughs> is part of Fish Lake. Um, is, is it a state park or a national park? It's a state national park. National park. Is Fish Lake a national park? Yeah, hell yeah it is. No. Um, okay, well, like, let me look it up though. <laughs> I thought it was a state park. It's a big ass park, is what it is. Fish Lake um, National Forest. Oh, it's yeah, National Forest. That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. It's like your first overnight trip. I mean, as a school, like in school, right? Like, yeah. obviously, you started having those like when you like when we went to speech and debate state. We went stayed overnight and stuff like that. But like, this is the very first one I recall mm-hmm. <laughs> where we all. Uh, we're spending three days away from home, spent spending two nights up in the cabins. So, yeah. We also do uh later. Well, later in life, we did we did girls camp up there as well. Girls, sure. Do they do boys camp up there. Is there a boys camp? Yeah, they do or scout camp. Scouts, <laughs> scout camp. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so really, what it is is a whole three days to teach you about like how to survive in the wilderness. <laughs> really. Much. Yeah, it really. I thought was, it was just like, camping. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't remember going to like workshops and stuff. Like the rangers would come up and teach us stuff and like show us. Like we went on like hikes and they would show us like things like berries that were dangerous and. Um... Okay, so as a child, not paying attention. <laughs> well, just when gonna I, be straight up about that. <laughs> when I almost got bit by that snake, or when what? I saw that, when I saw what? Uh, I haven't told this story. I know I've told this story. No, you haven't. Okay, so I was up at my favorite rock. Uh, in Marysville Canyon, and <laughs> stop right there, <laughs> kids and rocks, man. <laughs> no, this is like it's my current favorite mountain. <laughs> but it's Humans like- and rocks have a special. Right. I think it just starts when we're children, but I just think that kids and rocks is just the funniest concept to me right now. I just think it's funny. Well, that whole canyon, it's like a it's like a back like secluded canyon, but there's this little ghost. Um, or a ghost town that they built. It's not. It's not an actual ghost town. It was like a tourist attraction back in the day. Oh, but, um, I know what rock you're talking about. You took me to it. It it really is your favorite rock. It's my favorite rock. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was walking along that uh, like the wood plank of this ghost town, and it was like February, and I usually just like smoke a joint while I'm. It's just tradition. So I was walking around. <laughs> I, there's two donkeys there that are my friends. Uh, hmm. We always say hello, but. Um, <laughs> I saw this fucking snake reared up like it was going to attack. Hmm? And I was like, fuck it. But it was cold. Like, they're cold-blooded. So, like, it mm-hmm. was hibernate. It was half hibernating. Mm-hmm. But I just remember all this fucking information <laughs> that I have my whole entire life where it's like, this is what snakes do. And this is what you need to know. It's like, I knew so much about snakes in that moment. And I was like, where the hell did I get all this information? And it's these outings, these little gooseberry outings. And the, you know, we every year we had a nature <laughs> seminar of some sort <laughs> that we had at like the tech or whatever. Do you know what I remember about gooseberry? What? The pancakes up at gooseberry, they say, are mighty fine. <laughs> One jumped off the table and killed a friend of mine. 
<laughs> I don't want to go to Gooseberry. Gee, Mom, I want to go. go. But they well, they won't won't let, let me go. Gee, Mom, Mom, I want to go to Gooseberry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of singing, but this is just... This is just, is this just elementary? I literally so- thought that pancakes were going to like kill people. And I was like, what the fuck is going on in this Utah town? <laughs> you know, Mr. Sudwicks was my teacher and he's a damn fine cook. He would cook us mutton uh, every St. Patrick's Day. So that's I really cool. Tr- I trusted him fully. Plus, you know, he, <laughs> my mom made sure that he was our te- all of our teacher. But um, so, yeah, they take you up. <sighs> Annie Bangs doesn't come the first night, right? No. Okay, so... They have to, like, titillate you. <laughs> no, and they are doing it... This is... <laughs> they're doing it literally for the whole... school. It's the whole, you know, months leading up to t- it. Yes. Like, and you're not allowed... Like, my sister uh, almost didn't go because she was freaked out because she was the oldest. Yeah. And Mr. Sudwicks took the bus to my house. I was like, get your ass <laughs> in this bus. Get in the car. <laughs> Maybe the reason why uh, Paiute County does it is because Mr. Sudwicks is from Circleville. Oh, cool. So that's probably why, huh? Mm. Um, but There's a whole billboard there about Annie Bangs when you pull up. It's like, here is the official site of this wolf child. At Gooseberry? Yeah, there's a whole thing. Okay, so her, her whole story is toddler, whatever, infant, gets loses her family in one way or another um, up in Fish Lake. During like the, why do we all still think she's alive? By the way, too, that was always a thing that never like tracked for me. I was like, <laughs> it's it's 1999, man. <laughs> no, it's like it's 1994. Like, shouldn't she be like 20 years gone? I think <laughs> it's like the ghost of Annie Bangs or something. Or I don't know. I thought is that she what was it's real. supposed. Is, I is have it the no ghost idea. Of Annie Banks? Well, like I thought the same thing too. I was like, so this pioneer girl is still around. Like it's it's supernatural. It's fine. Well, Keep like, going. She she's in great shape for how old she is. <laughs> she's got the arms of a seventeen year old quarterback, man. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Uh, <laughs> it really is funny too how like the whole town's in on it. Like everybody's in on it. Like everyone plays a role. All the park rangers are in on it. They're like, let's freak out some eight year olds. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's another thing too, is that they the first night they would come and knock on our windows and shit. Do they do that to you? Do they like mm-hmm. try to like scare the hell out of you? Scratch the windows, shake the doors. Yeah. Yeah. And we were all like, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, it's okay. It's okay. And like, there's parents there just like participating too. Like everyone, I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I'm so, I was, so, I love that it, this is a tradition, but I'm, I, as an adult can't wrap my mind around it. <laughs> like why it's so loud. Listen, we're a different breed of parents. We're like, no, no, no. Oh, no <laughs> we will like not be I, traumatize our children. If I had a kid, I'd probably take them to third, just third grade in Richfield just for, just for that. <laughs> like, I, I'd be like, cool. Because I really like, it's really <laughs> such a fun memory. Like, everyone loves Titus, that memory. Titus is about that age. Maybe he should, you know, drive himself down to Richfield for <laughs> some school. <laughs> but anyway, so... The story is she's abandoned, raised by wolves, doesn't really have any, like, she's curious enough, but she doesn't really have any, like, people skills, and she's, like, a wild woman who loves the color red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I won't forget fucking... you when you're in your long red dress. 
And with your long blonde hair, you gave me such a scare. I won't forget (laughs) you, Annie Bing. (laughs) I'm glad you remembered those songs because I don't. I'm like, I know there's like a whole like program of songs. Lord, I don't know anything about snakes killing me, but I can sing Annie Bing's. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know if they did this with you, but uh, the... So we got we get there like it, like in the afternoon we set up there's a couple classes and it's like and we learn how to do like what is that called like uh the things we make the keychains oh boon doggles boon motherfucking doggles I got real into that when I was a kid real <laughs> into it yeah and I was like you know what you could do put more strings in here and make intense boon doggles <laughs> oh yeah I did that too and I was like. And you know what? Let's make a round. Let's make a circular one, not a square one. That's for squares. Hey, guys. Um, I don't know if you... Um, I'm just making boondoggles this summer, so if you want to like buy one off me, I'm Oh, my one. God. Are we the same person? <laughs> <laughs> and friendship bracelets. I have a whole Etsy shop starting. Your mom goes to college. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so... I don't know if they did this to you, but like, okay, so the first day we had a couple classes and stuff. We had dinner. We kind of sing the Annie Bang songs uh, to like taunt her. And I think all of us kids are like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> and all the adults are like, let's do it, gang. <laughs> and then the next day, it's just classes and a hike. Mm-hmm. And you hike up past this cabin. And there's like, I feel like they hang red in the cabin. And they're like, this is Annie Bang's house. Hmm. And I was like, uh, I think part of me was like, let's break in. And the other part of me was like, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's not hang out here. <laughs> so they're they're literally spending this whole time just getting us so on edge, so on edge, Here's, so on edge. I'm reading here. It says, Annie's infancy, she's rescued by gray wolf pack to her early childhood and teenage years learning the way of the wolves and her two human friends. Her only true love is forced to move with his family away from the forest that he, his sister and Annie love so much. Annie is left alone with her wolf pack family. Willie returns many years later to his boyhood home. I think that's the house Mm -hmm. only to find that the memories he digs up has him regret even more the sadness of his life away from this best friend and the love of his life. Oh, there's love in it. I don't remember that. Don't remember that at all. <laughs> Didn't she like burn her face on the fire too or something like that? She's like a disfigured face. Who even knows? But I think it's all just like, let's see what we can do to scare these kids. Let's see how far we can really take this legally. Um, okay. So the next night we're singing these songs, trying to get her to come. And we've all been fucking around in the daytime trying to taunt her. And now that the lights are down we're like fuck 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 yeah but they're like hey sing these songs and we're like no no and they're like well <laughs> we'll start singing them then and you're like <laughs> and i mean i've told this before too like they because i was the baby of the family they told us like don't ruin it like you know what it is like and my brother was on the football team knew that the football players were going to be there running through from all <laughs> angles fucking christ you guys <laughs> I sat so close to the fire. <laughs> I sat so close to the fire. My face was melting off, but I was like, nope. nope. And when I left the fire, because I was like, I'm not getting stolen. This is like psycho shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they abduct children. They're, they're, they run them into the mountain. They run them up into the forest. Not getting me. I was like, So I in the mirror after the night, my face was black. It was black from the smoke and the soot that I inhaled to stay far the fuck away from the outside edge. Um, I sat in the back with my sister. I was like, no one's going to fuck with me. I don't care. 
<laughs> I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the we, we've told the story before. They they have football player like seven or eight football players dressed in the red dress with a like a Halloween mask on. And they run in from all different angles, like one one person. It's like definitely a football technique exercise. It's definitely oh, yeah. teamwork. They're jumping over hurdles as children as hurdles. <laughs> Just scooping definitely kids up, athletic. running. Like you're like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then they don't leave right away. And you have to so you still have to go walk to your cabin. Like I remember uh one ran right through us while we were uh walking to the cabin. I was like, ah <laughs> So like they save and fuck with you for a while and then Listen, um all the children just screaming in panic. But it's like those huge state like Southern Utah tradition. This is so funny. It's so funny. I love Ours, this. So our funny. Annie Banks was Mr. Parsons in a wig. You only had one? Yeah. And they, it, he definitely targeted the boys. He was like, come here. <laughs> you little fuckers, get over here. Get over here, shit. Grading shit in my class. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. It's definitely like, trauma bonding. This is why we're tra- all friends still bonding. now to this day. <laughs> For real. And do you think, okay, so was she a ghost? Is that why it's scarier? I think it's like, um, I think it's just more of that, like, legendary supernatural shit that's like yes this was a long time ago but she's still here and then like here she here she is in the flesh and like oh my fucking well, like, god why like are we, we not going like we... as annie bings for halloween oh my god i thought i actually thought about that uh <sighs> you should i was and i kind of wonder if we're like conjuring her too like when we're sitting around singing and like all that stuff like it's, oh yeah yeah there's some definite like some seance here <laughs> from these Mormon gifts. <laughs> yeah, we're like, uh, let's do little devil worship. Oh my fucking god! What? What? These so kids funny. in Central Utah are so wild. It's so no, like that's like the spirit of Southern Utah, right? Like, yeah. Uh, the kids in uh, Paiute County like to get taxidermy cougars and put them on the side of the road. And, you, and they're like in a pouncing mode. My sister and I almost died once because oh we like she like slammed on the brakes, like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then like we were just like staring at it, and this diesel was coming up behind us, and I'm like go go go. And she's like, Shh. but I'm like, well, she turned around and still that sound bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but that sort of shit is just funny. It's just funny, oh and we all think God. it's just hilarious. So I guess that's good. I guess it's good that we all think it's funny. <laughs> Utah, man. You know what? I've come. I mean, I don't want to spoil the end of the podcast, uh-huh. but I really am kind of thinking that this is the place. I'm kind of more and more <laughs> falling in love with Utah. No, Utah really is like a fun place to be. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I love it. Do you want to talk about a non-Utah thing, but kind of a Utah thing, which is satanic panic? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't I here have... for that. Well, no, it's just constantly going on. Oh. <laughs> So I like, have been the whole time. <laughs> it's actually evolved kind of into QAnon. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But I was reading up today about how there's like 19,000 uh, cases where they, it was satanic panic and the cops were just lazy or they, like, like they're like, they've, there's been so many murders that got blamed just on people who are like, 
different mm-hmm. alternative mm-hmm. then uh, it's just like a lazy way but it's also a way to like freak everyone out and it started with uh christians started it and um oh yeah they're just like you know the elite or pedophiles and stuff it's pretty much it's pretty much QAnon. on but yeah. this was back in the day <laughs> so the fact that it's still going on drives me so crazy like I, I think people need to calm the hell down with satanists uh because they don't there it's actually it's just no one takes it serious and if they do everyone who's uh, like it's everyone just thinks it's stupid so satanists are so nice they're just dorks <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do today i thought i didn't have very much to um contribute but i'm gonna read the tenets of satanism <laughs> so um utah has a lot of just like haunted spooky places um ooh, should we talk a little bit about skinwalker ranch yeah, so let's do that. The skin Utah has been put on the map a little bit because of Skinwalker Ranch, and I think we already talked about. Well, we talked about Skinwalkers, and you were like, "Yeah, Skinwalker Ranch is Skinwalker Ranch actually has nothing to do with Skinwalkers, right? It's more alien." Yeah. Yes. Why like, is nobody seeing this? Yeah, it's more alien stuff. Like um, the documentaries and stuff I've seen, like cows get turned inside out and shit. That's not Skinwalker stuff. That's no. Like, that's like an alien abducted a cow and then accidentally turned it inside out. and was like, shit, put it back. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Don't touch that. Nope. Oh, we fucked up. <laughs> um, but like, there's definitely like spooky supernatural stuff going on, but I'm just wondering if that's like where the veil's the thinnest as far as like, or we talked about this before too, about like, if you're going to land a spaceship, why wouldn't you do yeah. it somewhere like that in Skinwalker, Skinwalker Ranch where there's like no one around. Yes. And, you know, you can see around and stuff. So I don't know. I'm so glad that you said that because. Oh, my God. Um, this fucking history.co.uk article says the how to pronounce the skinwalkers name. Dumbasses. Go ahead. Summon them. I don't give a fuck. You deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> like stupid bastards. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm so glad because I was like. It doesn't feel like, I mean, skinwalkers are not going to just be out in the big old wide open just saying, here we are. They're going to be, like, creeping along. Hello? Yeah, like, they're definitely mobile. They're not They're not yes. in one place. So they're it's like, just like, nope, we're just all herded in here into this big chain link fence. Like, we can't get out. No. Well, do you think Do you think skinwalkers like each other? I always assumed they were, like, loners. Like, loners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, no, they're not all hanging out in the same place. Right? They're, not, <laughs> they're not vampires, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Um, Um, what's up so skinwalkers um are like a native american lore Mm -hmm. and i looked up some like different native american scary lores that are kind of like cousins to skinwalkers you want to hear some of them yeah and uh skinwalkers are like navajo right or yeah skinwalkers are the navajo so it's just like variations but for different tribes right right and but isn't it cool that like so many different tribes have stuff like this like mexicans have like fuck what are those goats called <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what are they called mexican, the mexican? <laughs> goat oh the chupacabra <laughs> chupacabra chupacabra <laughs> fuck i'm the worst mexican I, I thought you said ghost i was like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about oh, but goat. Yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah and like the jersey new jersey devil and shit yeah so this is from that same thing for credit um, the cannibal dwarves of the Great Plains, the Arapaho, Cheyenne, and other tribes of the Great Plains have 
one frightening legend in common. That of a race. This is so funny. I'm sorry to laugh. It's not funny. <laughs> that of a race of terrifying cannibal dwarves of formidable <laughs> strength. What? Known by several names. Uh, they were said to be child-sized and insatiably aggressive. According to some versions of the legend, they were warlike because they believed they could only reach the afterlife by being killed in battle. Their exact characteristics, depending on tales, uh, are different depending on the different tribes. But um, some tellings, they were one-eyed. In others, they were squat, no-necked no creatures, or had wings. And they were also mm-hmm. commonly supposed to have magical powers and being able to turn invisible. It's like a shitty leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was like trying not to laugh, and I was like, cannibal dwarves. <laughs> well, I mean, what's, what's scary about that? It's like, just hold your hand out. <laughs> they can't get to you, you know what I'm saying? No, like, they have incredible strength. I mean, I would be scared. Okay, have you ever had... An incredibly short person run at you. It is a little terrifying. <laughs> no, little people like not not like not like dwarfs, but like people who are short. Like Susanna's one of them. Yeah, she could she could kick my ass. I bet be, not because she's stronger than me, but because I wouldn't want to hurt her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You're like what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, little people scare the hell out of me. Uh, Halo one time got this like really evil look in her eye, and then she like snarled and ran towards me, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're like, ah. <laughs> Oh my god! You almost kicked her across the house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The other one. uh, There's a few. Two more. When when Wendigos. So this Wendigos. Wendigos. They're Wendigos. Yeah. Whatever. They are so similar to. um, Not Sasquatch. Skinwalkers. What the fuck am I thinking? Um, because somebody was kind of describing this on Facebook like a couple months ago and she was like, I'm so scared. I just like learned about this, like lore, this native American lore, like they're, um, she like went on to describe these and I was like, are you talking about skinwalkers? And she was like, no, the W one. And I was like, okay. So like, what tribe, what tribe is it? Um, so Algonquian, Kane, Algonquian, the Algonquian. Thank you. Algonquin. <laughs> Tribes of North American continent, Wendigos are amongst the most frightening and fearsome creatures of the indigenous lore. Macabre entity has frequently appropriated by writers of comics, horror novels, TV shows. Okay. The original lore describes uh, Wendigos as giant, emaciated humanoids, often freezing cold and driven by an appetite for human flesh. It's widely thought that Wendigos were grotesque manifestations or symbols of the harsh winters and lack of food, which many tribespeople had to endure. Mm-hmm. Um, they have... They're white walkers, man. <laughs> right? Um, can't, they also have like a cannibalistic also factor. Um, <clears throat> early example was reported of Wendigos by... Oh, no, no, no. There was even an early psychiatric condition dubbed Wendigo psychosis, describing people of Algonquin regions who were seized by cannibalistic compulsions. An early example was reported by Jesuit missionaries in Canada, 1661, who wrote of a local 
malady, <laughs> malady, malady, <clears throat> local malady striking local people, which affects, quote, affects their imaginations and causes them more than canine hunger. This makes them so ravenous for human flesh that they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men, end quote, close quote. The person perhaps most associated with the phenomenon of Wendigo psychosis was Swift Runner, a Cree Indian worker. This is what it says, Indian native worker who worked as a trapper in Canada. In the winter of 1878, he horrified his community by slaughtering and eating his own wife and children. He later claimed he'd been overcome by the spirit of a Wendigo, a defense that didn't prevent him from being sentenced to hang by a jury. That included his fellow Crees. Oh. Um, so it's just one guy then? <clears throat> no, I think it's like he started the race of it. Like he, he did the work to get these, this, uh, this, a thing. This legend, like known. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause so he's, cause so he ran into it. <clears throat> do you think, yeah. do you think, so like, it's a legend. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think like, uh, Bigfoot and, uh, the abominable snowman. Welcome <laughs> to the Himalayas. Uh, it's a snow cone. Do you think that shit's real? Mm. What, do think, what do you think that is? I think. Uh, I think. I think they have to be. Why? How? I mean, I'm a fool, right? Okay. Listen, I don't have no masters of business or anything. But I think it's really fun to I think like. I don't got like, no masters of business. <laughs> I think it's really fun to think about how these um, legends were born. Uh, were they um, warnings to children to stay out of the forest? Probably. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really cool that they have these. Um, all these different continents have similar backgrounds in this, like similar characters. Well, that's funny too because um, in Tropic they have side hill glutes. Uh, <laughs> What's a side hill glute? Like a butt cheek? I don't know why they call them that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it a location, or are these like? No, 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 no. There are these creatures that oh, ha- half their legs are uh, shorter than the other, so they can rapidly cl- run through the mountains. Oh, like a goat. Like. No, like, uh, like on, like on the, but they're like ravenous beasts who, if you're out past dark, they will eat you and kill you. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! But the way Wait, is this a white man legend or a native? Oh legend? yeah, no, this is a get your ass home legend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> stand in the forest, kids. <laughs> well, no, it's just like okay, uh, you can go play in the mountains all day long, but when it's sundown, I don't want to come find you. So get your ass home, or else the side hill glutes will fuck your day up. <laughs> right oh my I rem- god i remember my dad telling me that and like if you go up in uh because tropic used to be underwater for like millions of years millions of years ago um so when you're <laughs> up there you can like seriously find shark teeth and stuff so when you're up there fucking around and you hear like the side hill glute story <laughs> because it is steep so the idea that half their body has short legs and their half doesn't so yes! like it's like a creepy image right yes and then you're like finding all sorts of random ass teeth. You're always finding bones and stuff. So it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna be up here when the sun goes down. Oh my <laughs> I god! Get my ass off. Um, well, you know that Bigfoot is Kane, right? Oh what? Yeah, Bigfoot is Kane. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to remind you of this. <sighs> okay. 
Uh, this is from ldsliving.com, so it's oh an official God. church source. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, have, we have one more Native American one, but I'll just side tangent on here since this is such a Mormon Utah thing. Um, there may be more to fear from Bigfoot than the fact that he's big and hairy. Some say that the legendary North American woodland ape is Kane. Though there's no way to prove or disprove this particular tale, knowing the source of the legend can shed some light on why this conclusion has been made. Abraham Smoot recorded the following after... <laughs> First of all, I don't trust no man named Abraham <laughs> Smoot. Uh, you can just stop at, I don't trust no man. <laughs> <laughs> recorded the following after early church apostle David W. Patton described an encounter he had with Cain in 1835. So Kane's just kicking it still like he's the oldest man alive and decided to be live in the fucking Pacific Northwest forest like seriously <laughs> he says as I was riding along the road on my mule I suddenly noticed a very strange person walking beside me his head was about even with my shoulders as I sat in my saddle he wore no clothing but was covered with hair his skin was very dark I asked him where he dwelt, and he replied that he had no home, that he was a wanderer in the earth and traveled to and fro. He, he spoke very good English. Mm -hmm. He said that he was a very miserable creature, and his mission was to destroy the souls of men. And the he decided to not destroy his soul because... <laughs> what? This He's like, let, wasn't... Me just, let me break it down for you, buddy. Okay, see ya. <laughs> yeah. Nice chatting with you. <laughs> This entry was included in Spencer W. Kimball's The Miracle of Forgiveness, which was originally published in 1969. In 1980, sightings of the legendary Bigfoot were reported in South Weber, Utah. Members <laughs> made connection with these sightings to Patton's story of Cain, effectively beginning the tale. Reeve believes Mormons use this story to connect an unexplainable event with proof that the saints are doing a good job. When Satan sends canes against Mormons, they think we must be on the right path or Satan wouldn't bother sending his most evil hordes against us. There's no violent stories of Bigfoot. Like, are there? <laughs> I don't know. Mormons like, are just always the victim of every story. Mormons are so fucking nice. <laughs> I get that we live in Weber and we're bored, but come on. <laughs> Cain. The, the devil sending Cain. Oh God! Also, uh, why didn't he? Why wasn't he like, sir? Where are your clothes? <laughs> He's like, I don't need them. I've got hair. <laughs> I got, I got hair and dark skin. Um, that guy was just on shrooms in the middle of the plains. Oh yeah, he's just he a very tall he, man. <laughs> he ate some bad shrooms. He didn't see. There was no one. He saw no one. He, I actually love that scene in uh, Gretel and Hansel. Uh, have you seen that movie? No. Dude, please watch it. It's so good. It's like visually stunning, but uh, they're starving and they eat shrooms in the <laughs> woods and they get so fucking stoned. It's hilarious. Oh, that's a 2020 film. Yeah. Oh, cool. I will. I will watch that. It looks scary as fuck, man. It's actually more sad than anything, mm. but it's really, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful film. So like visually, uh, um, but I kind of think like shit like this, seriously, like it's like the monolith in a... Uh, saint in down down south yeah like, yeah did i not call that who was i talking to i was like 
so, someone just knows how to weld good. They're just fucking yeah. with people. Yes. <laughs> and that's exactly what it yes. is in LP. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh my God. And then they just destroyed the nature around it trying to get to this monolith. And then it was gone. Mm-hmm. Well, and someone saw the, it was three guys came and picked it up and they were like, don't believe everything you read or whatever like that and walked off with oh, it. Oh, nice. Yeah, you got got him, and that's also like the shit that I would have done it just because I think it's fucking hilarious. Like people in small towns get bored and think like they're like let's just go fucking prank the world. Aliens. (laughs) There's these three guys from Snow Tech who took uh, Matt Palmer's dad's class of welding, and they're like, well, let's just do this. I know, right? Like exactly. It's like someone had a lot of time on their hands. Plus, it was during the pandemic, so it's like. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Let's ash this <laughs> Let's shake up some stuff here. We're bored. <laughs> Legitimately. Um, I was like, it would be cool, I guess. Like, oh, obviously we need alien intervention, but that's, I assure you, this is not what this is. <laughs> um, The last one was the Queen of Death Valley, but it's not as, like, scary. It, sound, it sounds cool. Located in California, Death Valley is a scorching slice of America. Blah, blah, blah. Thanks America. for the record. Um, according to generation, you're like, okay. just get to the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's also associated with myths and legends of the Timbisha Shoshone tribe, which is we've, we have Shoshone here, right? Uh-huh. Who have inhabited the unforgiving Death Valley region for over a millennium. According to generations old stories, Death Valley was once a lush green landscape of rolling meadows and gushing springs. I believe it because Salt Lake used to be a lake. Makes my springs gush. <laughs> God. At that time, the legend goes, the tribe was ruled by a matriarch, which most Native That's American tribes most were. Most Native American tribes are, yeah. Surprise! Women rule. Shocker! Now. Women rule. Women. <laughs> Who runs the world? Girls. <laughs> Bayonce. Bayonce. <clears throat> um, Kurt Coben. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week, gang. <laughs> Uh, who demanded her people build build a vast, lavish palace. They did as she asked, working tirelessly to drag slabs of stone with which to create her home. Over time, the queen became tyrannical, enslaving her people and being cursed by her own daughter. Nature itself took vengeance upon the queen for her vanity and wickedness. The sun, intensifying in heat, caused the fertile landscape to dry and wither. This is the tribe's origin story of Death Valley as we know it today. And it said the queen's doomed palace can still be glimpsed as a shimmering mirage in the desert heat. Ooh. Wow, I'd that's kind of cool. Yeah. Hey, thanks for not describing Death Valley to me. Who was? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joshua Tree. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Colina. I'm talking shit. I don't know about <laughs> Joshua Tree. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, we all know. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, well, I mean, she sounds kind of like a bitch. Uh, thanks for ruining Death Valley for <laughs> us all. It's not her fault. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what did she. Because, like, the Grace. Like, the Bonneville Flats used to be the ocean. Yeah. So, this just used, the used to be a giant ass. Uh, this used to be a lush, giant. Okay, I have a question about this. Okay. I moved to, to Richfield at a very young age, and I was told that this used to all be Lake Bonneville. Uh-huh. So where are the, like, where are the giant fish fossils? I don't know. 
Well, I don't think the fish all, I don't think it just suddenly dried up. I think it like receded and the fish just moved with the water. Oh. Yeah. Because um that makes sense. <laughs> I think like I yeah, like I don't I, like I think it was connected to the ocean somehow cuz it's salt water obviously. But like certain parts of <clears throat> like Richfield wasn't I don't think Richfield was underwater, but like Tropic was. Like Trop like you can see the you can see the sea line. Yeah. To this okay. day in Tropic. And Tropic is called Tropic because it has such, like, lush, fertile soil. Like, you can grow, like, citrus there. Yeah, weren't it's they, so like, weird. weren't they, like, uh, beds of f- fertile soil? Yeah, not just, like, seawater or anything. Well, I don't know why it is. And that's why the salt flats are so big, too, right? Yeah. Like, I really think it was, like, <clears throat> I, I mean, it was, like, most of the state was covered in uh, Lake Bonneville. Mm. Okay, science prevails one more time. Even though I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> so there are, uh, just, I feel like maybe just everywhere there's haunted places, you know? Yeah. I want to go on an East Coast tour of like Salem and oh stuff. Oh my God. Uh, Stacia, who will be on the podcast tomorrow. She's our special <laughs> guest for Fireside. She loves going everywhere and like signing up for ghost tours. And I think that's like, the best way to travel. I want to find out all the like spooky shit of uh, everywhere I go. Well, you want to? Should we do the top ten ha- most haunted places in Salt Lake City? Yes, yes. Okay. So, should we make a list um, for like? Yeah, we're gonna make a list and we're gonna post it on our our website. Okay, so I'm just gonna read directly from the Salt Lake Tribune. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> but we're gonna take credit for it on our blog. Cool. Uh, so the Rio Grande Depot. So for those of you who have seen The Stand, the miniseries, when they're all together um, having a town meeting, it just takes place in the Rio Grande Depot. Uh, and this is also where uh, a lot of like pretty good bands play. I've seen Ghost there and Helmet and stuff like that. Anyways, the historic depot, which opened in 1911, <laughs> is supposedly <laughs> home to several ghosts, the most famous being the Purple Lady. There are several mm. versions of the story, but all agree that a beautiful woman, perhaps named Gloria, and her fiancé argued on the train platform. One <laughs> of them threw her engagement ring onto the tracks. The purple <gasps> lady was hit and killed by a train when she tried to retrieve it. <gasps> In another version of the story, the fiancé pushed her. Oh, Kevin Spacey style. <laughs> yes. Okay, so City Hall. Uh, oh, City Hall's the next one? This building... Which opened in? I mean, I've been, I've done weddings and stuff at uh, the depot. It definitely got like some funky ass feel to it, but yeah, I've definitely cried in the bathroom there before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be what is it, fertile myrtle or whatever the hell from a uh... moaning myrtle, moaning <laughs> fertile myrtle. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> that's that's not it. <laughs> Okay, so City Hall. This building, which opened in 1894, houses as many as five ghosts, including two children reportedly killed while playing there, as well as their heartbroken mother. And some claim a former Salt Lake mayor, possibly George Montgomery Scott or Robert Newton Baskin, asking for a Baskin, roams the (laughs) halls above while the ghosts of prisoners and or guards haunt the underground tunnel below the building. I told you there were tunnels below the building. I told you. Tunnels below. You know why, though? There's secret passageways for like polygamists and shit, and like the president to get to uh, yeah. the, the jazz the game prophets. quickly. The prophet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it was kind of cool to watch the uh, the Gordon B. Hinckley funeral because they like drove through the tunnels, and I was like, oh, they. Really I feel like I vaguely tunnels. remember that, yeah. But someone was someone was like, "Are there really?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, there are." 
Okay. Buy an old house, dig around, dig around, you'll find it. Okay, so the Anthony Capitol Zach, Theater. Anthony Zach, go ahead. Try it. <laughs> Anthony Zach, go ahead. Uh, uh, so the Capitol Theater. Okay. Built in 1913 and restored in 1978, this downtown theater has a long history of vaudeville house, a movie theater, and a performing arts center. It's also said to host to be host to a variety of ghosts, <laughs> including women in period costumes, mm. malviolent forces, and perhaps a misbehaving teenager, popularly known as George. Malevolent? No record of malevolent? What did I say? Malviolent. Malevolent. <laughs> Fits. <laughs> There's no record of a George, but Salt Lake Tribune archives record that 17-year-old theater usher Richard L. Duffin was killed during a fire in the theater in 1949. Ooh. So, yes. Hmm. I, I need to I want to go to a show there. I, I went I to Nutcracker once and it was really nice. But the seats are skinny. They're for pioneer butts, not my big ass. <laughs> well, they were saying Dracula was the ballet was playing for tickets start at $20. I was like, "Cool. Go to look. The cheapest ticket I could find was like 2 240." I was like, "Get out of here." What the hell? Yeah. Okay, so the Shiloh Inn. Oh yeah. A child or children are said to haunt the hotel. You know why, right? Why? This is a huge story. Okay. This is a huge Mormon-based story. Well, I'm going to read this and then you can tell me, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, just two Ks. <laughs> particularly the 11th I don't want to be accused of anything, sorry. <laughs> and the pool area. And the disembodied laughter of a woman is sometimes heard. Most of the stories indicate the children are playful rather than... What is it? Mel-violent? Mal- malevolent. Malevolent. <laughs> I love you so much. (laughs) Whatever, man. I, like I said, most of the words I know, I just from reading them. It's not from hearing them. But one story has it that a female hotel guest was found drowned in the pool with unidentified child-sized wet footprints around. Ooh, what? What? (laughs) With unidentified child-sized wet footprints around her. On August 3rd, 1978, Rachel David threw her seven children off an 11th yep. floor balcony at what was the International Dunes Inn yep. and jumped to her, her only her own death. Only one of the David children survived. So she had uh, she obviously had um a little uh, you know what is it called postpartum. So what is the story? No. So um they were in a they were in a mini cult mini sect. Her husband died of suicide by carbon monoxide inhalation and then she threw them off and threw herself off because of religious zealotry it was all tied to um this um new york times says he believed the the dad he believed he was the holy ghost jesus christ and son of god jesus christ and god all three at the same time I'm so glad um, I decided to have 11 kids. That's so nice of them. Right. <laughs> he said that the family was very devoted to each other and they, um, the people would be completely lost without the father. Um, yeah, it was really, it was a really sad story. I think I watched a little mini doc on it. It was pretty sad. Mm-hmm. The older children were too old to be thrown out. They could have easily restrained the lady. Um, oh, so they all the hotel the manager. Yep, the mother and four children died as their bodies struck. Okay, that's I don't want to hear that. Nope, sorry, that's terrible. Um, I the two 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 others died. <laughs> I want to hear it. No, I don't want to read it. Okay. I'll send you the link though. Uh, two others died later in hospitals. So, Damn. yeah, it was real religion, man. Yeah, I'll say. 
Is this the place? Is this the place? <laughs> so, uh, Salt Lake City Cemetery, uh, we talked about Lily Gray and uh, Victim of the Beast 666. Um, you know what? We actually never released that episode, so please talk about it. Okay, so up in the Avs, there is uh, this, like, eight by eight block cemetery. Um, and up on, like, the, the top... The, the, the northeast corner is this headstone and it's lily e gray uh and it her the inscription says lily e gray june 6 1881 to november 14th 1958 victim of the beast 666 mm. so it's like a huge thing for all of us like you know dorks to go up to like i always go up and see it and whenever i'm up in the cemetery someone's always looking for it and i'm like it's over there <laughs> you're the official tour guide of cemeteries yeah I know, like i just know where shit is i'm like see that okay just it's like three up from that one okay <laughs> you can just tell if, if the person's looking for her grave because it's a certain type of person uh, <laughs> there are reports of a ghostly presence on the site yet research by rochelle hawks indicates not all of it is what it seems. Um, seems the deceased name is spelled wrong. Uh, it's L-I-L-Y, not L-I-L-L-Y. And her actual birth date was June 4th, 1880. Mm. Um, but the weird messages on the headstone may have just been put there by her husband, who is just a douchebag. Yeah. So yep. he, he was, quote unquote, a colorful character. <laughs> What's this called? The... the Avenue Cemetery. The Avenue Cemetery. That's right. Yeah. The next one is the Salt Lake Cemetery, which oh. is 200 North Street. So, oh, it's same same place, same cemetery. Oh, are they just connected or something? Yeah, so there is a Catholic side and then uh, not Catholic. Side. Yeah, so there's, like, there's like a small Catholic cemetery and there's a, I think there's actually like a little Catholic church right outside it. Yeah. But, um, a lot of uh, Asian Catholics, is that a thing? I guess the Catholicism is the biggest church on the planet. It is, quote, universal. Oh wait, actually, uh, Islam isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Listen, <coughs> I don't know. I'll just say top yes three. to everything. Top three, <laughs> top three, top three. So I didn't know about this one, but the Jacob E. Mortiz tome, uh, legend tomb, legend has it that if you circle the tomb chanting "emo, emo, emo," apparently de- derived from Jacob Emo Fritz, mm. and then look into the barred window, you'll see either the glowing red eyes or ghostly face of its inhabitant. Nope, I don't want to do that. Nope. I, pro- I think I'm going to do that tonight. Uh, the story goes that uh, Mortiz was um, some kind of devil worshiper who was burned at the stake by <laughs> outraged Salt Lakers. <laughs> Shit. Actually, Mortiz was a German immigrant who founded Salt Lake Brewing Co. <laughs> oh. Got rich, was involved in Utah politics, helped draft the Utah Constitution, and died on a trip to Germany in 1909. Ah, oh, that's sad. Thanks there for all your hard work, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he started the Salt Lake City Brewing Co., so you know he's a he's an evil man. He's a real one. <laughs> he's a real one. <laughs> There's some dispute as to whether his ashes were shipped back to Utah and placed in the tomb, but the legend that has grown up around his tomb seems in no way related to the facts of his life. <laughs> so this episode is fake haunting. No, but Utah. that's just. I feel like this is very painting. Uh, like it's painting an accurate portrait of just Utah. Utah. We get bored and like to fuck with each other, straight up. We're high up in the desert. We don't have a lot of oxygen. I know. <laughs> There's not a lot going on here. The Devereaux Mansion. We create our own drama. It's fine. <laughs> it's the next one. Uh, there are tales of the the ghost of a young... Okay, by the way, uh, like there are mansions all over the, the city, yeah. da- like downtown. 
Yep. Okay, so there are tells of the ghost of a young girl who can be seen in the windows of the mansion. Oh, I'd look. Built in, which is built in 1857. She sometimes throws things and slams doors. Also, a young man is thought to haunt the premises. Never heard of that one. Okay, so my... You remember <clears throat> Scott Peterson? No. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Who was the guy running for office against Huntsman? Scott Peterson's the guy who killed his wife. Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> Mark Peterson? No. Anyway, Mr. Peterson. <laughs> so my friend Scott. <laughs> <laughs> the Honorable Mr. Peterson. My friend Scott, his uncle lives in the avenues in a one of those old, old as fuck mansions. And like he it is um i just you just don't want to look a, you don't want to focus on your peripheral too much when you're in those houses uh, you know what true. i mean oh, oh my god yep i just got shivers yeah <laughs> no, that's because true. you're just like nope i'm just gonna keep looking straight ahead i'm gonna focus you know the gingerbread house in uh richfield's haunted as well what the gingerbread house the gingerbread mansion across this isn't on no salt lake city tribune list <laughs> no, 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 i'm just saying side story okay <laughs> <laughs> okay the next one's the mccune mansion. wait i just want to say that like oh. um being in his house scott said yeah there's a couple of weird things that happen but he loves to like say go down into the basement and i'm like i'm not going down to no basement no cellar of no old house no thanks <laughs> like i ain't doing shit yeah. Um, so gingerbread McCune, house. I don't know. The gingerbread house in Richfield is just haunted. My sister had a friend who lived there, and then my accountant lived there, and it's just like definitely fucking haunted. Where's and the gingerbread got, house? You know, the same road as Barnett's. They like paint it different colors. It always has white trim, but it's usually like purple or blue or, you know, sometimes I think it was orange once, yellow. Huh? Everyone calls it the gingerbread house, and it's occupied by an old woman. Like a, an old woman haunts it. Oh, oh, what? Yeah. Weird. Like, everyone knows. I'm surprised you don't. God, get on our level. <laughs> I was not allowed to hang out anywhere. <laughs> okay, so the next one is the McMune Mansion. Uh, a pair of ghosts are reportedly to inhabit the home. A man in a black cape and a young girl in a white. In a white who was said to resemble a girl in a portrait found in the house. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> Items are said to remove, move around the house with no explanation. I don't like that he's in a black cape, and I don't like that she's in white. No. McMullen House? McCoon. McCoon. Oh, McCoon M-C-C-U-N-E. House. I thought you said McMullen House, and that's where Spencer and I got married. Well, reception. And I was like, what? I didn't know this. So spooky. <laughs> it's actually funny that... I've done weddings at more than one place on here because the next one's Fort Douglas and that's oh. the University of Utah. I did a wedding there once and it, that was a really fun wedding too, but I could feel the energy. I could feel uh, it. Oh, I don't like it. So um, the spirit of a Civil War era soldier known as Clem is said to haunt the museum. Reports include everything from feeling cold breath on the back of one's neck. I feel like mm. I got that. <laughs> to full body apparitions. Uh, Fort Douglas dates to 1862 and there are plenty of documented deaths of soldiers from the mid 19th century on so there are definitely they're definitely out there uh oh. hauntings at fort douglas are the subject of brian jackson fetzer's fetzer i bet he's my relative i'm related to the fetzer's uh film <laughs> yeah you're definitely a nazi 
Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> the Ghostly Guardians, which will be screened at the Salt Lake Freedom Film and Storytelling Festival on Saturday, November 10th. I think this is old, though. This is old, and it's, it's, not, it's not happening. Okay. So, Memory Grove. Memory Grove! Do you know about this? You know, I've been there so many times, and I've never heard that it was haunted, so... Now I'm going to have to focus on not looking out of my periphery when I'm there. Well, this one says she was killed in a car accident, but oh. the way Micaiah tells it, because he took us up once. Yeah, tell us the way Micaiah tells it. So Micaiah is a, like, he's a writer. He's a storyteller. So um, he's we're walking along and it's a long trail. And like, you can see the, there's like light pollution from the city. So you can see things, but the shadows are definitely freaky. Mm. Um, and he tells this story because you can tell there's a, there's like a, a long road that comes down and then um, like a, a meadow. So mm. <laughs> the story he tells is, this is what, this is, this is their wedding day. It's in the early 1900s. Um, the bride's coming down in a wagon, you know, to make a grand entrance. And everyone's watching her come. The the wagon capsizes. How? She, I, like it just hit, hit a rock and flipped or something. I don't know. Oh my god! Landed on top of her in the like in the, she like went down the ravine and it landed on top of her. So like everyone she knew watched her watched die. her die. Holy <laughs> fuck! <laughs> and I saw. Because, like, there's a, a, girl, a woman in a wedding dress that just walks slowly down the path. And I saw it. It was freaky as fuck. You saw it? I saw it, yeah. I don't know if it was just Micaiah's storytelling and how great he is at it. But, like, I was definitely, like, I was holding one of my friend's hands. And I, I saw I saw it. I don't know if it's just Holy Shadow shit. Games, though, you know? But. Holy shit. Memory Grove is so fun. If you get a chance, go. It's actually just beautiful, too. I feel like one of my cousins got married out there once. Do you feel like, um... It's just energy of sadness that she didn't get to finish. Like, this was supposed to be the best day of her life, and it was the last day of her life, you know? Well, it could be all the... That could have been traumatizing. Obviously, it was traumatizing for everyone there, so mm-hmm. maybe that's what the energy is. The is trauma. traumatic energy, and it has something mm. to do with her. Like, maybe she's maybe she's just gone, but everyone's like, oh my god, imagine mm. if she would have just walked, or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, but, up in the avenues... <laughs> There is, uh, so when Zach first moved up here, he was broke and I, I just come up for the weekend sometimes and he would, we just cruise around. Mm-hmm. Like he took me up to Elizabeth Smart's house. Uh, Listen, this is what poor people do is we just drive. We cruise around and listen to music. You know, we can afford gas. <laughs> <laughs> Will we pay with quarters? Yes. <laughs> um, but he, we were up on 11th street uh, on 11th Avenue. And he's like, just look over, look over, look over, look over. So there's houses that are right on the street. And then mm-hmm. suddenly there's this huge opening. And up a fuck ton of stairs is this creepy building. It's red brick. It's clearly a hospital. So I go, he's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened here. Like it's, uh, he, but he has gone in with his friends. Because again, this is what we do for fun is we be and E. But uh, <laughs> He has a video and they're in the basement. Okay, so they're in the basement and it's like filled with uh, hospital beds. Just like lined. And it's a whole big corridor of hospital beds. Mm-mm. And you can hear someone go, get out. 
No way. <laughs> you heard that? On the on the on their because they took in a video camera. Oh oh. Yeah, and um, Zach said he could feel like a swirling of heat around him the whole time they were down there. And they didn't hear that when they were down there. But then when they got home and listened to it, they were like, what the yep. fuck? Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, my so God. I'm, of course, obsessed with the story. And I'm talking to my Aunt Shirley about it because she was a nurse back in the day. And she's from Salt Lake. And I was like, Shirley, what's with the Children's Hospital up in the Avs? It's mm-hmm. LDS Children's Hospital, by the way. Aha. Um, uh-huh. And she's like, stay away from there. She's like, that place has... It's just bad news. And I was like, what happened? And she's like, okay, like in the 50s or 60s, um, she's like, a lot of kids were just getting sent there, whether they had like, you know, ADHD or dyslexia, 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 (laughs) or. That's what you have. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Or uh, like, you know, just shit that, normal shit that parents were just like you're embarrassing we don't want you around the family Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um or they were gay or whatever so um or they had polio like there was just a shit ton of kids there but they were getting sexually abused by the staff yep and um they revolted everyone's aware of this right this happens right right but the funny thing is you can't find any information about it online you're never going to well, because they scrubbed it. It's but, scrubbed. Um, yep. There is a plaque right outside it that says, uh, in loving memory of the children and the staff. Because there, there was a big fire eventually, and it killed a bunch of them, and then they immediately shut it down. Mm. Like, the fact that, like, this place was built in, like, probably the 40s, 50s, and mm-hmm. it was shut down by the 70s tells you something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, anyways, now it's condos. Like, what? Mil- million dollar condos. They renovated oh. it. Oh, they renovated it. But I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. That place is fucking haunted. Like, I go drive up there all the time. And even as a nice, like, condo shit, I, like, it doesn't seem like they really rent it out. It usually <sighs> seems pretty empty. And I'm just like, no, man. I would no. never live there. Me when did either. they renovate it? Uh, like, s- 10 years ago. Yeah, that makes sense. Because we did drive up there and we're like, what the hell is this giant ass beautiful thing up here? Look it up. It's like extremely expensive. Yeah, it looks like a million dollars. Didn't you say you climbed up all those steps? Yeah, with cold. (laughs) I was like dying. Yeah, I climbed up all those steps. But um, it's just, it's fucking freaky. And like, even like the administrative, like clearly the nurse housing next to each, like you saw the building next to it, right? No, I don't remember. It's just some very, like, American Horror Story Asylum vibes that I just, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. not about it. And these people were just discarded. Like, this is back yeah. in the day when you put someone in a ho- in a hospital and you never thought about them again. Yep. You're just like, like even, the fu- even the fucking Kennedys did it to their sister. Yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, so. Fuck all of these people. <laughs> fuck the 50s. Make America great again. Fuck that. <laughs> There's another uh, story from the 50s, but it's about pa- a Penguin house. Okay. Oh, okay. So, um, is I have a story about <clears throat> hearing a voice. Mm-hmm. So I'm convinced, Jordan Jolly. I'm convinced that you've tricked me, but I will believe you. And when you say that you did not put me up to this, so we have you ever been in the Glenwood School? 
the I fucking oh no 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 oh the one on is it the one on Main Street? I'm thinking about the Elsinore School. The Elsinore School is haunted too. Oh yeah yeah yeah. No we um so one day the best summer of my life, um 2009 we went to we we're just like dicking around all of Sevier County going to cemeteries climbing fences jumping fences get you know how you can like okay stop I will just focus on one story for now. So, um, we went to Glenwood and we broke into that school, but, um, Mm -hmm. it's like the floorboards, there's holes in the floorboards and stuff. So like, you have to be kind of careful. And so we're walking around and we go, um, (laughs) it was just me, Jordan, and like maybe one other girl that was like in there and we're just like walking around. And then Jordan was like, did you hear that? And I was like, what? He's like, hello. And somebody in the others on the other side of this, like great hall that we were looking down uh-huh. says, hello. And then, and then you ran Jordan Jolly looks at me like, what the fuck? And I was like, <laughs> I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> Cause bye, I didn't want to go in there at all anyway. Cause I'm just like, I'm sensitive to this shit and I'm not doing it. Especially after the, like, Skinwalker story. I think that Skinwalker right. story happened after that, actually. But um, <laughs> I was like, You're also like, nope. I'm not trying- I don't want to be trifling. Yeah, no. <laughs> boundaries, guys. I have boundaries I with the other side. So, right. like, I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, leaving. So he swears up and down that he nobody was in there, like, doing that. But anyway, it was... It was scary. Yeah, no, I, uh... I feel like I feel like schools that aren't even shut down after hours are so creepy. Like, have you been at Red Hills Middle School after dark? No, it's not fun. How the hell are you guys? How are you the hell are you children breaking and entering into these government buildings? I don't think I I don't think I even broke and entered on that one. I'd like to take credit for it, but I don't think I did. <laughs> well, tell me. I must have just been there for something, and I just wandered off. Oh yeah. So like, I was just part in part of the school that I shouldn't have been. I don't know. I just think I just think that shit where like it's always when you're there, it's always bustling with energy, and then there's a quietness to it. That you're mm-hmm. just like nah. And then like the faculty was popular back then too. So mm. I was like, I ain't trying to fuck with all this shit. My mom um, used to work at Ashman, and I would just wander the halls, empty halls. I never felt like creepy vibes there. No, no, uh, I don't think with Ashman either. It smells too much like construction paper. Yeah. It's crayons. <laughs> um, you know what I've been thinking about lately, though? Because your mom was a lunch lady, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So was mine. But um, I've been missing <laughs> They definitely that pink- know each other. <laughs> I've been missing that pink applesauce. Oh, that stuff's so good. Yeah. So what? How, how do they even make it? They just, do they use just like... Ask your mom, man. Oh, no. Uh... <laughs> Find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week when I get drunk and ask my mom how to make red applesauce. <laughs> No. <laughs> um okay, so there's this house in Pingwich that uh the the bat the baseball coach told the boys about. Okay. Um like, you know, again, this is goes back to like the gooseberry shit like you like to scare kids when you're the teacher apparently like you're like these fuckers i'm gonna scare them <laughs> well you know that they get like this master's degree in education and then they have to get made fun of 
by middle schoolers for the rest of their life. So like, <laughs> they have to do something. Um, I would be shocked if anyone who teaches at Pingwich has a master's degree of anything. <laughs> I know. Controversial statement. Say it. it. <laughs> um, so one night we're all hanging and the boys are like, okay, coach Todd told us about this. There's this house and it's a house we've all seen. I've never, I never even looked at it though. But like, suddenly we're parked outside in this house and we break in (laughs) (laughs) and uh (laughs) we walk in and this house is pristine condition 1957 no way i don't believe that places like this exist i feel like they're so staged but like here you are telling me about it well, I mean, it's that with, like, a thick thing of dust, but it's, like, someone was living their lives mm-hmm. in, one day in 1957, and then they just vanished. So the story is, um, like, there's even, like, newspapers, a newspaper sitting on the coffee table that has, the, like, April something, 1957 is the date. Wow. And, like, I was with my buddy Sky, and his dad's the pharmacist in town, and there was a prescription on the counter that his grandpa had filled. Wow. It was so, it was like so surreal. How are you, how are, how are you breaking in and how is nobody else breaking in and like looting the place? Does it just like a respect thing or like what? Uh, we all, it's easy to break in because everyone always breaks in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like there's a piece of wood in front of the window, but it's easy to take out and then you can just unlock the door and let everyone in. Oh, I see. So it's not, it's not, I mean, not anymore. They deadbolted it, but that's just, I'm going to tell you that story. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Because it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> so uh, they tell the story. There's a family of four. It's a boy that's probably about 11. His baby sister and the mom and dad. The son has like schizophrenia or whatever. He, they said he was like possessed by the devil. It's mm-hmm. probably schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. He ends up. Okay. So the mom's taking a bath. He stabs her in the tub. Uh, he hangs. The, uh, sorry. This is a trigger warning. He hangs the, his little sister over the door and then he uh cuts his dad's throat while he's uh on the just like taking a nap on the couch so like the town we're in if you like (laughs) someone was parked in front of my cousin's house the other the other day and no one recognized the uh car so they all did the phone tree and figured out who it was so like (laughs) my god who's parked in front of your house i don't know yeah i like my cousin was like, yeah, yeah, like I got the license plate just to be safe because I didn't know who it was and I want to make sure she was okay. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so uh, a day or two goes by and no one's seen or heard from the family. So the cops just go let themselves in because, you know, it's whatever. And the kid's sitting in the corner covered in dry matted blood, holding a knife. His his moments passed. Maybe he had like um, multiple personality disorder. Wow. Um, yeah. They put him in, like, a mental institution or whatever, um, and that's that. <laughs> so I went and explored, like, the whole upstairs with the boys, but when I got to, when I opened the baby's room and I saw the crib, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, oh, God, and then mm-hmm. um, I opened the bathroom, and the bathroom, the bathroom walls were, like, this crazy color blue, like, it was a dark deep dark blue mm-hmm. and i saw the bathtub and i was like freaked about that too and there were like stains that could have been blood stains and um the thing that freaked the thing that resonated the most with me is there were exactly the number of beds of people that they said were in this story wow wow 
So that just like gives you chills. You're just like, holy shit, this all checks out. Yeah, and the boys are like, let's go downstairs, let's go downstairs. And I was like, no, I'll just wait up here. And I'm standing in the kitchen, and the refrigerator kicks on. Nope. I'm out. Nope. I'm out the How door. the fuck is there still electricity going on in there? There wasn't. I exactly. have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. And um, I was like, uh-uh, I'm out. So I went and waited in the car, and then suddenly the boys are tearing out. They're like tearing out of there. They're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. They're like, there was a doll downstairs and the hair was rotting. But they used they used human hair back then, so I guess that's yeah. it. But that's yeah. also creepy. Like yeah. ugh. Yeah. And then um I think this was totally made up, but one of the boys goes, Something cut me and he looked and it was an upside down cross. The no cut way. was an upside down cross. No way. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, the effect's lost on me, boys. Yeah, but like, there was definitely some weird shit going on. So mm-hmm. we hung out for like another hour. And then I went home to my, I lived with my sister. And I went to like, sh- sh- like piss and wash my hands and get ready for bed. <laughs> shit shower teeth, and shave. Shit shower and shave. And then, uh, I didn't dare open the door. Ah. Uh. I was so freaked out. I feel like his energy followed me home. Uh huh. So I just sat. My sister's uh, my sister's uh, bathroom at the time had like the dryer in there too. So I just sat on the dryer for like six hours till the sun came up. Oh my god, Bobby! I was that scared. <laughs> so and sad and scared. <laughs> so all the old men get together in the morning and drink coffee. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm as they the do. Yeah, I'm like, I'm getting to the fucking bottom of this. So um. I walk in and I'm like, hey, boys, uh, you need to tell me about this house. Which, by the way, this house gets like people, someone's taking care of it. Mm-hmm. Because why wouldn't you just sell it? It like gets a new roof every once in a while. Someone puts a new roof on it. Mm-hmm. Like all they're this just, shit. They're just uh, saving their investment so that they can sell it later. Yeah. Yeah. But why wouldn't, why wouldn't you even clear it out? Like, it, it tells me that there's some sort of trauma going on there. Where yeah. people like, they're just like, I don't want to be in this house. Yeah. So... <laughs> So I go talk to the old men. My grandpa's like, stay out of that house. He's like, they, here's a story he fed me. And every single, every single, everything he says is a fucking lie. Okay. He goes, wait, is this all a lie? No. No. What my, the story my grandpa told me, I'm like, what happened in that house? He's like, just stay out of there. I'm like, well, what happened to that family, grandpa? I'm like, the house is pristine. And he goes, uh, during the Great Depression, which was in the tw- like the twenties, thirties, uh-huh. he's like they went out to pick oranges and they hit black ice and died. Jesus. And I'm like, well, then why were there all their coats in the closet? Why didn't they take their medication? Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like, okay. And also, it, it ha- why are why is there like there was fashion magazines from 1957 in the like. Magazine rack. Yeah. By the so toilet. It's like, well, like, there was, like, it was, like, a pattern um, for, like, obviously the woman was making her oh, own yeah. clothes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it said, it said, like, da-da-da, 1957. Yeah. So I was just, like, why? And he's, like, just, he's, like, he's, like, Bobby, just stay out of there. And I was, like, okay. So <laughs> I go back to my sister's house, tell her everything. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, we're going there right now. And it was daytime. Mm-hmm. So we hurried, we just hurried and just, like, walked in. <laughs> And we went through everything in the light of day, and I'll tell you, suitcases were in the closet. 
you know, nothing like every, it was the house was fucking lived in. The story my grandpa told me was just straight up wrong. Yeah. Unless they were like on a Sunday drive and they crashed and died. I, he sh- I would have I would have believed that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Like um, you can't really find any info on it. Mm. and no one knows like really anything about like the owners mm. so i was hanging out with my buddy i'm not gonna say his name but um we were hanging out heavy and we like to do mischievous shit so he's actually in the military so he's uh like he's i think he might be special ops i'm not sure Ooh. we keep it a secret because <laughs> whatever and the fact that it's a secret makes me believe that it's happening even more yeah but uh and also, this whole scenario tells me that he has had more training than I, than the average person. <laughs> but anyway, this was like a year or two later, and there was a deadbolt on the, the someone had deadbolted it. Oh, they installed so, a deadbolt, or they installed a like a like a flip over thing, and you put like the, like the the, the lock on it. Oh, not like okay. a dead, not a dead belt. You know what I mean? What is it called? Yeah. Uh, what is it? What is that? What kind of lock is that? It's not the chain lock, right? Is it a chain lock where you have to like hook it? Uh, we just call that like a chicken hoop. <laughs> anyway, chicken, chicken hoop. hoop. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so uh, he and they I had go. to lock it from the inside, right? No, 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 no. So, okay, okay. The way that it's locked is okay. So you know how like you put the the foldy thing over, and then you put like the it's not a deadbolt. It's a padlock. 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 Oh, it's a padlock. It's padlocked. So uh, <laughs> a chicken, chicken hook. So my friend's like, "Well, fuck it," and he full force, parallel with the fucking ground. His whole body's parallel with the ground. Goes to kick it down, <laughs> like karate chops it down. <laughs> I peed my pants because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> and then I'm like, "I'm out of here," because he like oh he god. broke a hole into the dam. <laughs> oh my god! Because it's like, hello, like he. And uh, I was like, you've got to be shitting me. I'm like, first of all, you just made so much goddamn noise. Like, someone's going to call <laughs> the cops. We're trying to be quiet here. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, I was laughing so, because the visual. I'll never forget that visual. And I, like, I, I like booked it back to the car. And I was like, look, we need to re-. He's like, Bobby, let's just go in. Come on, let's just go in. And I'm like, uh, no, we need to re-strategize. Because if the cops aren't coming, I'm like, someone is up watching out their window, dude. I'm like, you're such an asshole. <laughs> so i'm like i'm like i'm not i'm like i am not climbing through that the hole that you made in that door because what if I, what if i'm climbing through and i look up and there's that child standing there oh my god no like i'm like my brain goes any <laughs> he's like he's like all right we'll regroup tomorrow and i was like okay whatever we're gonna break for now reconvene in the morning <laughs> the next day he's like okay let's do this and i'm like cool so we we're running full force to this house. He has bolt clippers <laughs> that the speed in which he did it snapped it. Da, 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 and we were in, in like four seconds. No way. <laughs> <laughs> and we like go through and stuff. And it was like, we had fun or whatever, but he worked at the hardware store at the time. Mm-hmm. And he's, he like called me like a week later. He's like, Oh my God, Bobby. And I'm like, what? And he's like, some people just came in and they're like, hi, yeah, we need to figure out how to get, like, because I told him, because he worked at the hardware store, I'm like, you yeah. need to replace that de- that deadbolt. Yes. You know, like, yeah. you just need to replace it. So 
he's like, okay, so he replaced it. And, or the, the padlock. Yeah. And, um, like, he fixed the door and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were, we were conscientious about <laughs> our break-in, <He's>, okay? He's, <laughs> he's repairing drywall in there. <laughs> Matching the paint color. <laughs> so, um, he's just, like, working at the hardware store. And in walks this couple. And they're, like, his age. And he's mm-hmm. only, like, he's probably only, like, four years older than us. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, uh, just helped a couple. <laughs> he's, like, and here's what they said. Yeah, hi, we need help. Um... We had, we have this, we're in charge of this house over here. Um, we had it padlocked. Someone changed the padlock. We need to figure <laughs> out how to get. And he's just going, yeah. Oh, wow. I can't believe someone would do that. <laughs> I'm just like, what are the fucking odds that he has to help them? So yeah. he's like, well, let me get, let me get some bolt cutters and we'll get you a new padlock. You know, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. I can't believe someone would do that. <laughs> They now have a ring doorbell there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But it's just, oh they're just like, I don't know why everyone's so infatuated with this house. And it's like, well, would you please do something with it so we can stop being so like, it's the craziest sight on the yes, planet. See, yes. You know? Yes. So um, I don't know what the hell actually happened there, but it's got some juju, bad juju going on. And it gets like really hot in certain areas too, which freaks me out where I can't breathe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just like, it's like suffocating. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. And when the and when the fridge kicked on too, I was like, get nope, nope. That's creepy. Nope, nope. nope. no, thank you. <laughs> but I will say it was very unnerving to be standing with my best friend in high school, looking at a prescription that his grandpa made. Yeah, like his grandpa who's been long gone. I was just yeah. like, so. And he was like, I'm going to take it. And then we all agreed, like, let's not take anything. Yeah. That's just asking for trouble. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. let's just observe and report. Yeah. So we did. And a couple of my friends said they went in a couple a couple days later during the daytime uh-huh. and just, like, read all the letters and stuff. And I feel like it's a total, probably, invasion of a dead person's privacy. But it's yeah. also, like so fun and so interesting and i wish i knew if someone knows the story please tell me yeah please tell i just want to know because the story that the coaches told us was great but like and there was there's definitely some funky ass shit going on in there but like i don't know what it is yeah i'd like to know um yeah write in so that we can have a part three of this (laughs) (laughs) you know what i was thinking about you know um injunction you can rent it's the it's the old town it's the old city hall but you can rent it for, like, it's called Family Vacation Rentals. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it might be fun if, when we get bigger, we have a retreat for our <gasps> listeners there. Cool! <laughs> we have such big plans, you guys. I know, right? It's going to be so great, our imaginary parties. <laughs> but I will say that I'm pretty sure that place is haunted. Because I remember driving by it before they re- renovated it. Mm-hmm. And I could always see someone standing in the hallway. Ooh. Yeah, I was like, oh, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> No, thank you. What else we got? How's your Halloween costume coming together? Oh, it's fine. It's going to be what it is. Do you think that ghosts exist? Yeah. I do too. I think think, think ghost is a broad statement for some things we don't understand. Yeah, like energies that we don't understand. Mm -hmm. And like we've talked about like my past lives and stuff that I feel I've had. Um, Like yeah energy is a thing yeah uh, obviously energy like science and uh religion agree that energy is a thing so yes and isn't isn't there like okay so in breaking bad 
there's a there's a part where um walter young walter and his like buddy gretchen are figuring out the like makeup of a um human body and the composition of them like chemically and there's like a portion of it that's it doesn't it doesn't come up to be a hundred percent and so they say like the remaining point zero zero whatever is like the soul mm-hmm. and so um i think about that a lot where like if if ghosts are ghosts like what are they and how do they work and is there any way to like help them move on to their next phase or whatever you know well why are we so desperate to get them to move on Hmm, because i don't want to be bothered do you think they want to be bothered by you so is there that thing where it's like are they just living in a different because when i was a kid and I heard ghost stories. I just like thought that the logical explanation of ghosts is that they are just uh, like a wrinkle in time or whatever. Where like It's like they are living their lives and we're just seeing into their plane at the moment. Um, I don't even know. I think just like humans, there's ghosts that are miserable sons of bitches <laughs> who like to make people's lives hard. I think mm-hmm. there's ghosts that are cool. There's, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to say like, I, I'm not, I mean, I know that I've had plenty of paranormal, paranormal experiences and I feel what I feel about my energy, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. God, I wish I did. Yeah. It'd be <laughs> but I interesting also think- to know. I also think there's certain places where some seriously heavy-duty traumatic stuff happens, and maybe the fact that there is uh, energy there is a tribute, you know, some sort yeah. of, like, spiritual tribute. Yeah. Man. Um, I had a... I lived in a house in Monroe on 4th East and 4th North, I want to say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's, like, a little shack house, and we called it the Snake House... <laughs> Because the reason why we moved. So once upon a time when we were doing laundry, a snake just came out of the washing machine. Uh, no to that. What kind of snake? Yeah. Was it just a water snake? A garter snake. It was just like, Ugh. but it was a big ass snake. It was big. And we were trying to chase it out of the house and it was getting scared. And I was like feeling bad for it because life. But um, <laughs> we. I think it's so crazy that I used to just like carry around snakes and just love to touch them and like if I saw like a garden snake I would just pick it up like and now I'm like no 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 (laughs) uh we I mean we walked home from the bus stop and it was a mile down the road we had to go down all of Hepler's Pond Road to get to my grandparents house um so many snakes there are so many snakes that are just like dead on the road and so Mm -hmm. we would like tie shoelaces around it and then like carry them home like like they were (laughs) snake pets that's disgustingly psychotic (laughs) Well, they were our pets for the day. I was like, look what we found, a dead snake. Anyway, so there was was just, we call it the snake house because turns out there was a bunch of snakes under that house that were just like living living their lives. Yep. Yeah. And so um, anyway, when we lived there, um, it was one of those pioneer houses where like sometimes there's not a hallway to the room. It's just like an it's just a doorway in that room that leads to another room. Mm-hmm. And so my sister was supposed to sleep in there, but we ended up changing it into a, she didn't want to sleep in there cause it was scary. And we changed it to like just a storage room. And that's where all our boxes lived. And we'd put the bunk beds back together and she slept in my room. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and where was my brother? Uh, he must have lived with my grandparents back then. Um, he so was anyway, with the snakes underneath the house, right. <laughs> he had visitation, and that's it. Um, oh, so we we were um, one time I was asleep, and I woke up like you do when there's something happening. Mm-hmm. And um, there was like commotion around the house. My mom said she didn't hear it, but there was like commotion around the house and it felt like there was like a flashlight, like a light peering into the house, but just like mm-hmm. periodically. And it went around the house a couple of times and then like left because I prayed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I think it's just like left. And then um, after that, I couldn't sleep in that room anymore. Mm -hmm. And so and I just felt like the room beyond it that had all the boxes and stuff had like a dark energy towards in it. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was like it felt clouded and then um, it was seeping into my room. And so I would just like not sleep in there. I'd sleep out on the couch. Mm hmm. And my mom ended up getting pissed off at me for sleeping in the living room all the time. And I was like, well, I just can't sleep in there. It's like scary. And so my grandpa ended up coming over and like dedicating the house and teaching Mm -hmm. us about how like when you dedicate a house to the Lord, then that's where the Lord can live and he'll protect you from like any other spirits. So after that, I ended up being able to sleep in the, in that room. And I hung up Mm -hmm. a bunch of Jesus pictures and whatever, but, um, I think there's, like, a kind of power that, like, you know, just, like, stating your boundaries or having a ritual that, like, asks spirits that aren't doing you any favors to leave. But I wonder if that's, like, just energies or if they're, like, actually tied to old experiences or, you know, if they're just wandering through, you know? Well, and maybe some of them just don't know what the hell's going on. So they're, like, uh, well, I mean, like, you're, like, I don't want to be bothered. Well, I don't. I don't want to bother people, so maybe mm-hmm. they were just like, "Oh, we have new visitors. Let's see what the fuck." But they're they just have their energy's u- ugly, so it yeah. makes you feel gross. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, I, this is a purely speculation. <laughs> I'm like, but- "Hey, man, have you ever heard about?" <laughs> <laughs> but every time you tell your alien stories, I think, "What if they were aliens?" I don't know, because it's like, what was it? You know what I mean? And it was obviously like serious enough for me to be like i'm scared like get me out of here but like what if it were aliens just like trying to couldn't get past those like shitty window locks or something i don't know <laughs> uh i think if you can um get to space <laughs> you can or well, what if their fingers weren't strong enough you know what i mean <laughs> what were they like school bus fucking locks yes what do you mean? yes they were <laughs> they were school bus windows the fact that i could do that but i can't like my my I can do so very little things with my fingers because my hands are so small. But you can um get the fuck the fucking uh, bus when the fuck windows open. Yep, over the bus windows. <laughs> Crazy, like I just don't get it. Like when I'm like struggling with something, I'm like I've done the bus windows. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> don't you love it when like the boys would struggle and you're like, here, let me help you. Yeah, I'm like step inside you. Well, I got was this. A, cracks. There knuckles. was a way to do it. Where you didn't have to, you, you had didn't, didn't have to use like a lot of force. It was yeah. like a wiggle technique, and I yeah. wouldn't teach it to anybody. Nope, because that's I was like come find one. me. You're like I'm <laughs> useful. I'm the youngest. Well, I'm useful, or I'm <laughs> right. I remember being like, everyone step aside. I'll just open this whole side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, move out of the way. Move everyone bitch, pile on that side. 
you were gonna tell me about something else. Uh, like the it was like a veil thing, maybe. A veil. Let me look. <clears throat> oh, the great alien filter. <clears throat> okay, explain. Okay. Yeah, because we've mentioned this a couple of times. Um, let's just let's just I'm gonna Google it really quick so that I have a outline to talk about and mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. So please hold. I ate El Mexicano yesterday. Just for <gasps> I knew you were there. I saw you eating those chips and salsa, and you said you were about 20 miles from your uh, pee spot. And I was like, (laughs) she's a fucking El Mexicano. I'm so jealous. I was going to ask for chips and salsa, but. I peed in so many cemeteries. (laughs) You're just marking your territory. (laughs) Over the past few days. (laughs) I didn't pee in my regular pee spot, but I did pee in the cemetery in Scipio. Also the cemetery in Salina. Yeah. Also, uh, the cemetery in, I think, Circleville? Is there one? Did you meet any ghosts? Where was the nipples guy? Oh, right outside of the Nephi, or the St. Salina Cemetery. (laughs) You're like, I want to look at this while I pee. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to stop at Butch Cassie's and uh, give you some hell, but I was like, I I, I was like, remembered when I was like a mile away. (laughs) Oh, I was like shit. I'm like, I'm, I'm not turning around. <laughs> the joke's not worth. Also, the I tried to find like the place where I almost rolled my car, and let me tell uh-huh. you, there are so many. Oh my god, someone almost died here. Marks on the road between fucking. <laughs> I love Junction and those. Junction and Marysville. I love seeing those where it's just like skid marks, and you're like, I don't. I hope they're okay. <laughs> I seriously couldn't find mine like and I was like there's gonna be fresh so like it must not have been as bad as I made it out to be (laughs) okay the great filter so aliens uh we always talk about like is alien contact possible so this is from abc.net.au news 2017-07 anyway (laughs) you can google it called the great filter as humans continue to search for life in space some experts speculate the so-called great filter theory lies beyond why nobody is responding to our call despite decades of scanning the skies so far there has been a total there has been total radio silence in the human effort to make contact with intelligent alien life forms but experts said in the end humans would likely wipe themselves out before managing to make any contact professor peter ward astrobiologist at uh, University of Washington said there were hundreds of billions of galaxies like ours and therefore potentially billions of planets like Earth that could stay, sustain life. He says, I absolutely believe that in our galaxy alone, there are certainly other civilizations. So why has there been zero contact? Professor Ward said the first problem was communication. Mm-hmm. It's like intergalactic phone tag. Humans and aliens could be just missing each other's phone calls every time. So let's say every star within a a radius of a hundred light years, that's a hundred years for one way. Mm-hmm. And what if you bounce the signal again and then 200 years later it comes back and says, garbled, please repeat. <laughs> With the distances and difficulties of communication, are we within the lifespan of anyone ever getting reply back? Um, before anyone makes a connection, they're wiped out. However, even before there's communication, the civilizations have to be on the same wavelength, both literally and figuratively at the same time. That is, they have to, they have um, invented electricity 
mastered sending with radio wave communication and be able to beam it into space. Professor Ward pointed out that millennia in the millennia humans had been around the capacity for intergalactic communication had only been achieved in the tiniest, most recent window of times. So, uh, basically in order for us to receive a message, we have to like, they have to be at the same point as we are. Right. And they could have sent, sent a, they, they could have sent a message hundreds of years ago and we didn't, you know, have the capacity of recognizing that. Uh, part of me thinks, okay, cool, maybe, <clears throat> but I also think that they're just as primitive as we are then. That's the only reason why they can't. I think there are definitely civilizations out there who have figured out, like, <clears throat> how to bend time and shit. Right. Because, yeah, what they're saying is correct. It does take, like, hundreds of thousands of millions of years to get to the fucking other side of whatever. Yeah. But I don't believe that. I think that's really primitive thinking. Sure. That's not the point of the great filter. I'm just, like, taking a pause yeah. to talk about that. Okay, so then um, there's he's, he continues. There's 300 billion stars we know now that virtually every star has a planet. So 300 billion times two or five or whatever you want, that's a lot of planets. Just from those numbers, there must be some number of intelligent civilization. Like the, prob- the, like the probability we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the question becomes what happened to them? The great filter theory is that something leads to the destruction of civilizations before they manage to master intergalactic communication and travel. Professor Ward said climate change and overpopulation may well be the great filter that led to the end of human civilization. If you look at any biological system, it doesn't care what species it is. When overpopulates, it begins to poison its home. Mm-hmm. Um, so... The essentially the great filter theory says that if if aliens are trying to reach us, mm-hmm. if they know about us, if they visit us, if they're here, they likely have determined because we haven't been in contact with them yet. Mm-hmm. There's a point in time where any foreign intelligent life will look at us and say they're far beyond repair the 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 capacity of benefit mm-hmm. so we will wait until they kill themselves off before attending to that that planet and yeah so that's the that's the great filter is like what's the point and are we past that point and like likely looking at our state of affairs with um, the way we treat each other, the way we treat our, our nature. Planet. Yeah. The our planet. Home, the only home we have. <laughs> yeah. When there's microplastics in the snow on top of the Himalayas, mm-hmm. it's probably that, and th- th- we're still just, we're so capitalistic. We're not working together. There's so much war. If there is intelligent life beyond, it's probably just waiting for us to implode before coming and being here well give us about a decade babe when you can have it <laughs> right they're like i want to pet a deer wait wait 10 <laughs> more years wait <laughs> look at their whales they're so awesome just a minute oh my god about five deer watch me pee in uh the um the <laughs> golf course up here by east canyon <laughs> oh wait there's like a there's like a moose that lives on there too Spence's uh-huh. Spence's golfed there and he's like one time we were there 
and a fox came out in the middle of the green, sat down, watched us hit our balls, and then left. <laughs> that sounds actually a little bit magical. <laughs> no, it is magical. And there's like a, a family reunion place right next to it. And like when COVID was happening, I would just go sit on the greens in, in the sun just so I wouldn't lose my shit. That's really like nice. The be- at the beginning stages of COVID, I was like, okay, I'm going to drive out there to the golf course where no one's at and just sit on the ground and let the sun kind of try and heal me a little bit. Reset myself. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think about the Great Filter? I think um, I don't, I, sometimes I wonder if the presence of a different civilization would actually heal us. So it's kind of frustrating if they're just biding their time because I don't know. But what what kind of military do we have where we're just like, nope, it's four and shoot it down? Well, yeah, I mean, we have. I mean, I think we do and we don't, especially because, like, again, all of our all of our shit's primitive. We're like, we're like in the Stone Age. If they're able mm-hmm. to arrive to this planet in their lifetime, everything we do and is we're, everything we're doing is very Dark Ages, Stone Ages, mm-hmm. and all that shit. Like we just. Mm. We just invented fire. They're us, and we just invented fire. Right. <laughs> like, that's the difference in technology. So, I mean, even thinking that they're going to come for our resources, I think that's very sci-fi and fun, but it's also like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. I would, lo- I would love for space travel and, you know, like a multi-universal uh community i think that'd be great like the star wars hell yeah sign me the fuck up rick and morty let's land sure let's do it but (laughs) have you watched um serenity or firefly one of those no it's a series so spence sat me down and asked me to watch it it's only one season because they canceled it yeah and it's really cool some of the concepts are really cool Mm -hmm. i just think like listen size het white men if you love this this is why um I really couldn't get past how big of an asshole the hero is. And everybody loves the hero. But he says, yeah, he says some shit. And I'm like, I just don't believe that um, if we're going to imagine that space travel and all of this shit is possible and this is all the future that we wouldn't be dealing with this still like this is this is pretty assholey of him he's he's a really big asshole and i just don't like it and so we had to stop watching because i was like i know that you think this is like good but i'm not on board (laughs) um i think it's like it came out like the late 90s right yes some of the some of the topics are problematic, like some of the statements that they make. So yeah, people are obsessed with that shit too. Uh, Lisa and Dane and their kids and stuff went as characters to Comic Con. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty cute though. No, everyone was obsessed with them. So it's definitely there's definitely a fan base. There. I gotta finish it, but I still stand by my assumption, my assessment of like Malcolm. No thanks. I would not be attracted to him. Well, if it's his amazing as everyone says i don't want to watch it there's only one season like okay cool so i can have like another void in my life no they have the season and then they have that movie that wraps it up so there's a there's like a season and then they do it's not enough it's fine (laughs) i make i sit down and i crochet for 10 hours straight i need content maybe you just do it for one blanket (laughs) 
yeah, I gotta finish this fucking Tommy Simbaza blanket. <laughs> I ran into my cousin yesterday, and she's like, Bobby, you're in town. What the hell? And I'm like, I'm sorry to call your blankets not done. She's like, I don't care. I care about you. I'm like, I love Aww, you, Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> that's so nice. I saw my friend Kay- Kayla Danger, and um, hey. I, she sent a picture of these glasses, and I'm like, do not get them. I'm like, they're awful. <laughs> and she was wearing them. And this was like a month ago. And I, and I was like, oh, so you got those glasses after I specifically asked you not to. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I get complimented on these all the time, Alvy. And I'm like, they're lying right to you, Kay. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Send me a picture I want to see. Him. Uh, let me see if I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like straight up molester glasses. I love how you're like, like, I see you deliberately disobeyed me. <laughs> Well, when she sent when she sent the picture, she was like, "I already got them, Alvy," and I was like, "I I think you should return them." <laughs> I'm like, "You work at the or the the place, so pretty sure you can just go ahead and return those bastards." Oh. Um. Oh so God. there's another theory that I wanted to go over. Okay, do it. Um, quantum immortality theory. What is this? Just basic. Okay, so I just thought that the great... Like, we're forever immortal. This great, yeah, great theory. I just thought it was, like, kind of connected to, like, this out there theory, okay? Uh-huh. Quantum immortality usually refers to, in a classical sense, a person who is lucky enough to survive in any incident in the world. Such a quantity of luckiness is even big enough to keep that person away from aging of the human body. That's how one becomes immortal, Right. Mm-hmm. So this this theory is that if you were to die, you would just wake up in your same life, but on a different path type of thing. Okay. So there is a TikTok that kind of explained it, and I wanted to, like, play it for you. Okay. I'm actually going to send this link to you so that you can watch it. Okay. So that So that I don't have to, like, re-explain it to you, though. Link. Bobby. She's like, Oh, you don't like those glasses? No, they're awful. I'm, um, I was watching a movie where there's these like hexagon glasses. I don't remember what I was watching, but I was a little bit digging it. She's straight up wearing a Rick, Rick and Morty t shirt. <laughs> Okay, I I think I, I get what she's laying down. Um, I wouldn't mind. I mean, I honestly like. Do you have the knowledge or no? I think you would just not. You would just like, like say okay, say you're traveling down the road and you're a little bit drunk and you're traveling to your like nephew's birthday party, mm-hmm. and you and you, you swerve off the road, and in that instance, you actually crash and die. So uh-huh. instead, you actually correctly correct. I overcorrect. The, or you overcorrect and die. Uh-huh. But instead, you correctly correct, and then like three days later, you're recording a podcast about it. Well, it was actually just two. But um, so you're saying <laughs> part of part of me did die, like a, a version of me did die, and they're and I'm out somewhere else doing a different thing, or what? So in that reality, you would have died, but mm-hmm. instead of like. So maybe that version of your 
game or whatever, your consciousness did die, but instead you actually still stay alive. And then you're just like on a different path. I mean, okay. I, I'm, I'm open to all things. Right. Uh, that's cool, I guess. I mean, unfair, sure. Yeah. There's also this thing that's like, um, like, so if you die in your sleep or whatever, like some, some people have been talking about you how. You die in real life. If you <laughs> die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> some people have been talking about how when they like their kids wake up, they talk about like entire lifetimes that they had and then they died and then they woke up in this body or something. Mm-hmm. I just think that's like strange that what if we are really like we have babies and then we raise them up to an appropriate age where they can get consciousness and then when they somebody dies and they're just like here have this life you know yeah i mean my dreams are for like weeks and months so maybe Mm -hmm. i'm more active in this other existence and this is just the one where i'm just kind of chilling yeah i think that all the time i'm like um this is the this is the most constant experience that I have, but other as as experiences you know, that I have in in dream worlds are very mm-hmm. extensive. Yeah, but you're all, yeah you're but and you're also like very sure of yourself in the dreams. Like you're like you're aware of what's going on. Yeah, it's not like anything's getting because you're like oh this is the life that I lead. So like yeah maybe when you're in that consciousness conscious oh, whatever uh you uh. You know, you're you're just as coherent and active as you are in this one, but yeah. it and this feels like a dream. You know? Yeah, I think we should have a big episode about dreams. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a lot of because we have, have a lot. lot. Of work on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe a finale of next season or something. Finale. We're working on so many episodes right now. What kind of episodes are you working on? Oh, I don't know. My brain. I feel like my brain stop has not been working well today. Oh, okay, I'll tell you the episodes that I'm working on. Okay. I'm working on, for the listeners to like be excited about, I'm working on a First Nations and Indigenous extensive episode on like Utah, all of the native stuff here. I think that's going to be a cool one. Mm-hmm. I'm also working on a very big modern Mormon movements mm-hmm. um, with different cults. Sorry. <clears throat> different religious movements tied to Mormonism and one that has um, been personally affecting our Richfield community. And people are saying that, that it's a cult. That's why I said cult. And um, then I'm also working on, um, Oh no, I think that's it. I think those are the two big ones that I'm working I on. I really, I really want to uh, do a deep dive on the historical significance of religion in um, just like, different civilizations and justifications and you know hindsight being 2020 that sort of thing so mm-hmm. i think well i definitely have some like history uh ones involved and it, not just mormonism i'm talking right. like egyptians and sure no know, i'd love to hear all the, about the that Roman, yeah like and like yeah like the the middle ages with the the church and stuff like the catholic church is gonna be a fun episode just because it's so insane yeah, so, serious. And this is this is actually why I dig the Catholic Church because they're so unapologetically wackadoo. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like fuck it, we're the Catholics. We'll do whatever the fuck we want. And like I'm my also... Catholic, oh my Catholic sorry, friends. My Catholic friends are some of the most interesting people 
because they both have no shame and yeah. so much guilt. It's yeah. so weird. It's yeah. so weird to like experience. <laughs> so yes, uh, I've been I've been kind of like really into that uh, like Catholic stuff, like 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 the the old ass history mm-hmm. and like even like um <laughs> those tiktoks or whatever reels where if you play this song cats realize that they're <laughs> egyptian gods yes so funny like yeah <laughs> so um other ones that i was i sorry i remember the next one that i was working on is like a a, a origins of mormonism so like where the country was and everything when all of this shit went down and like the influences that like Joseph Smith had. Around, yeah. What was going on yeah, around. Yeah. Not, not the actual religion, but what was going on around. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a fun idea. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, looks like we got stuff planned guys. We do. We do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're yeah. definitely going to have to uh, do an episode about after Tommy comes yeah. to talk about our whole day together. <laughs> We're going to have a great time. You got to message me the, the schedule on that so that I can book it out. You act like I got one. Um, you said you were working, so that's not me that saying that. That's you. Oh, I thought you went for Tommy. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. I got my uniform, but I start on Monday. So. Okay. I don't know. I don't have any info. But yeah, I'm sorry. Cool. Yeah. Um, But yeah, happy Halloween, guys. Stay safe. Yes. Um, if you have cool costumes, I want to see them. If they can suck, I don't. Tag us. <laughs> yeah we want to see what we're up to and um if you see the devil or a witch and (gasps) that's also what i want to do i want to go deep into how we are no no no. witches persecution of witches throughout history we really will (laughs) witches is too big of a topic to just lump into this so no, not not right now. No, no, no I'm saying that's yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Another, that's yeah, what yeah. I want to do. The so yeah. like, yeah, no, like, but specifically persecution throughout the throughout the years. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyways. Cool. I guess I, I'm so tired and I need food. So. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> I love okay, you. Wait, wait. I love you too. We say these things. Name is Christ. Amen. Is this the place? Podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.